Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Mondays. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Mondays for your extended 30-day free trial. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The Dow Jones down 876 points today. Um, so it re-entered the Dow Jones and the S&P re-entered um, bear market territory. And once again, for anybody that's not familiar with bear market is, that is 20% um, off of a high for uh -huh. the stocks. Mm -hmm. The NASDAQ was already in a bear market. Yeah. Um, the NASDAQ was down 530 points today. Yeah. So you want me to run the numbers? So we got the Dow. It was down 17% uh, from its high. The S&P, which is in a bear market, was down 21% from its high. And the NASDAQ is down 33% from its November high. So, yeah. yeah. They're, all, they're all close to 52-week um, lows. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. All right. So that's that. So a general question is, um, what, is, what, is, what, is the, what are the thoughts of the market right now? The number one question is people you know, are concerned, how long will this last? How how long will it last and how far will it go down? Those are the two questions. How long will it last? Uh, how far will it go down? Um, I think the Dow could get down to 29,111. Um, that would be a good buying area. We are in a recession, whether they admit it or not. Mm -hmm. um, I know it's scary, but I'm telling you right now, the market is resetting to the levels where it should be. 
if you are a new investor and you're get, your account is getting destroyed, you don't have to sell off everything, but you can either open a new account and start with better entries or average in. But when I was telling you guys 2020 and 2021, I'm not going to yell or stand up. Kudos and congrats to your amazing parents on the anniversary, but to your mom, I won't yell tonight. <laughs> right? Um, we are just now operating in the levels in which we should be. So remember in 2020, when I used to say, hey, imagine if we had a player, Jeremy Lin, I love you. But if Jeremy Lin comes out tomorrow and scores 30 points a game, no one's going to pay him $55 million a year to play for the Lakers. That was a blip in the system. Quantitative easing caused a rush up. And I also told you guys, they were allowing people to get money last year to prepare for this upcoming crash. If your account is down, I know it's not fun. You still have to hold everything for 10 years. For my Bitcoin lovers, I told you 20,000 was coming. Hold for 10 years. If you truly believe in Ethereum, hold for 10 years. I need everybody in chat to put hold for 10 years. The only people who are panicking right now are the ones who have not been invested for five years or they bought at bad prices. It's gonna be okay. But we're just going back to the normal levels of where we should be. And let me add this too, for historical um, reference. And obviously, you know, nothing is guaranteed, but history is a good way to kind of have a good indication of what will happen in the future. Um, on average, bear markets have taken 13 months um, from peak to, to get through mm -hmm. and um, 27 months to get back to break even on average since World War II. So I say that to say, of course, we will all like for, you know, as soon as we hit the bear market, then the market just snaps back and it's all going to be, you know, good again. Um, I don't think that that's going to happen. I think that this, that this bear market could, could last well into 2023 for a variety of different reasons. But for the number one reason is that inflation is at a 40 year high. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the problem with inflation being at a 41 year high in the, in the market is that it's a recipe for disaster because um, you can't pump money into the market. You can't push money into the economy anymore mm -hmm. as they did the last two times. The last two times in 2007 and at the beginning of Corona, um, mm -hmm. as Ian had referenced quantitative easing and they pushed so much money into the market and, and that kind of you know artificially inflated stocks in the economy as a whole. But they don't really have the luxury of doing that right now because if if they did that, then it would just it would just completely spot, uh, spiral the economy and inflation would just be at like twenty percent. It'd be like a third world country in no time. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
So they can't, they can't do that. And not only can they not put money into the economy at that rapid rate, but they also are going to have to raise interest rates, which mm-hmm. they already are raising interest rates. Mm-hmm. MG, the mortgage guy, have referenced that 30-year fixed mortgages is at 6% on average nationwide right now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, uh, and it'll probably go up a few more times um, over the next six months. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a long it's gonna be a long haul. We did do a whole YouTube episode about um, how to short stocks. Yep. So, but you know, in the meantime, you have to pick your stocks that you that you are interested in, mm-hmm. and you have to, um, you know, dollar cost average is, is always a good strategy for investing. We've talked about that so many different times, um, and you have to you have to uh, pick a a price point that you feel comfortable putting money into it, which um, we get for free. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that's my, that's my take on, you know, the time frame of, of it. Now, the next thing I'll give my two cents on how far it can go down. I think we still have room for it to go down further. Mm-hmm. Um, I think all three indexes, but you know, we'll talk about the S and P and, and the NASDAQ because those are the ones that's the most important. The Dow Jones is not really as important mm-hmm. as the S and P because the S and P is more broad range. Mm-hmm. So we're down 21% in the S and P right now. So that's just barely, barely in scratching the surface. Market. Just touch it. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think we can definitely get to a 30% decline in the S and P 500 and NASDAQ is at 32%. I think we can definitely see 40% drop. Um, that's only 8% more. I think we can definitely get to 40. Yeah. Who in here would be a lady if a house that you want went on sale for 32 or 40%? <laughs> now I have to come back and remind you, even though you may not like delivery. I'm not gonna yell. Shout out to Smoothie King. Um, there will be no pineapple or leather jacket vibes tonight. I'm standing Zen, yeah. pure cotton vibes, right? But if you were buying too high, and it's the truth, a lot of you wanted easy gains and thought because of quantitative easing, trading and investment was gonna be easy forever. Great. That was Little League Baseball in 2020. Right now, the people who, now and shout out to you, those of you that have been disciplined and didn't jump in every crypto and didn't jump in every stock by the highest quality companies. And I'll say this too, in 2007 and 2008, there were some companies that fell apart or went out of business. Countrywide was an example. And there was a changing of the guard where like Adobe, Cisco was not as popular, Facebook um, and other tech companies, LinkedIn became more popular. We will have a similar <coughs> changing of the guard in two or three years, we're gonna see a lot of Web3 companies um, become dominant forces. I wanna be on record right now. Facebook has five years before it's over with. Mike clipped that up, Nikki clipped that up. Uh-oh. You guys can keep arguing, but those stats. Oh, 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 I told you that when we was in Vegas and then Cheryl resigned. For those of you who don't know, Cheryl is probably the third or fourth most important person in corporate America. She left Facebook, for what reason? How many CEOs or top executives in the C-suite have resigned in the last year and a half. We're over the number I said we needed to be to signal that there's a recession. Yeah. Changing of the guard is coming. Here's the good news. Let me just say something. Here's the good news though. Okay. Here's the good news. Um, usually, once again, going back to historical data, uh, stocks fall 36% during bear markets, which is right at my number of, I think the S&P can go to 30 or even a little bit lower and the NASDAQ can go to probably 40. That would probably average out around 36% for the total market. Um, but during bear markets, it usually goes up 111%. So mm-hmm. what you have what you have an opportunity to do, and, and if you study history, 
because, um, you know, obviously I was a financial advisor for anybody that didn't know. When I first came in, I came in in 2007. So I actually came in during the Great Recession, which was the uh-huh. biggest recession since the Great Depression. Um, right after that was the stock market was up like 40%. So stocks usually have their biggest increase after their greatest drop. So I say Absolutely. that to say, if you have patience and you have capital, um, the next year, might be painful, mm-hmm. but you'll have an opportunity to make money. You have an opportunity to make yeah. money, and historically speaking, probably in a short period of time, you'll have you'll have a, a upswing, um, depending on you know what you invest in, obviously. Yeah. But in the meantime, you're gonna have pain, and that's something that you just have to you know take into consideration. But definitely, from historical data, this is not the time to just cash out all of your investments. This is not the time to just say investing is not for me. This is the time to further educate yourself because during these times, historically, the stock market has always rebounded and it has rebounded its biggest gains after the deepest declines. So that's, I mean, that's where I was going with it because I had a a phone call today. I mentioned it to you and that was a conversation. It was like, how patient can you be, right? We can say it over and over again, the market pays those who are patient, but until you've actually experienced having to be patient you can't really understand it and we met i mentioned this earlier as well it was like look there's there's peaks and valleys right but when you make it to the peak there's nowhere to climb and so what do you learn from there you don't know you don't really learn much it's the valleys that you have to get back to so you can actually learn is this going to be my new market right now we're in a valley so this journey is going to be a new one for a lot of people they've never experienced anything like this what are you going to learn from this is what i really want you to focus on right am i going to now open like a new account and get better entry points this is a part of the conversation I was having. They, you know, the, the yeah. young lady I was talking to was invested in a company that she's working at. She's like, I think I want to sell everything. I'm like, are you going to leave the company? No. Then why are you going to sell up the stock? You believe it enough to be employed by them. And so it was like, look, you're going to have to learn patience. And I want to touch on like just two things really quickly, because like today, obviously, we saw the, the Dow fall down 876 points. And so the kind of the why, let's get into the why. So obviously, if, if you've been following uh, what's going to be happening this week with the general uh, Fed Chair uh, Powell coming in, they said that they were going to raise interest rates by 50 basis points. Uh Based on the inflation numbers of last week, it looks like they might do more than that. might be 75 basis points, which people weren't expecting. Why do they think that? Well, they thought that inflation was tapering, right? They looked at February and March of CPI, April, and they said, all right, well, it might have hit its high. Well, then when you looked at the main numbers, and it didn't. It actually went higher and it rose to, like we said, the highest point in 40 years or 42 years. And so a lot of people, like, I'll get that DM, like, what does that have to do with inflation and raising interest rates? So I was like, wait, let me just find something that would be as civil as possible to explain this to, to our audience. And so uh, I was reading the New York Times, Kathy Jones, the chief fixed income strategist from Charles Schwab Center of Financial Research. I think she put it really brilliantly. She said, by raising rates, the Fed is trying to make you slow down your spending. All right. So keep that in mind. They're trying to make you slow down. That happens when the cost of money goes up for a car loan, a mortgage, or, or something else you want to spend your money on. At some point, you're going to have to pull back. The higher the cost of money reduces your purchasing power, right? What you can buy or what you can afford. And it's fed, it, the Fed is effectively making you buy less, right? So when they, you buy less, inflation slows down. What happens, though, if you keep buying less, then you can have an economic downturn. And in economic downturns, people lose their jobs, people lose their homes, uh-huh. which is when happens when you hear that R word, and now we're in a recession, right? We see unemployment, unemployment rates go higher. 
And so they got to be very, very careful about how high they're raising, right? If they're saying they're going to raise it 75 basis points this week, and they're saying they're going to have another 75 in July, and they said they're going to be another 75 in September, right? People are not going to be able to afford after a while. And so they got to be very careful. So you hear this word soft landing a lot when you, like, if you watch some of these shows, the soft landing, where's the soft landing? There is no, That's what, there is no soft landing. And so we got to be very mindful. So one of the, the key things I was saying when I was having the conversation was like, do you have cash on reserve? Keep it there. If you want to invest and find some good spots, start very small, right? Uh-huh. If you believed in a company like Amazon, it's $100. Do you have $100 to spend on a share of Amazon right now? If you don't, think about where you're spending your money, right? Are you going out to eat every week? Are you Uber Eats? Your Uber Eats bill is probably more this week than, than one share of Amazon. It's probably more than one share of Apple. But if you did that on a compounded interest, or if you did that in a compounded way where you're doing one share a week, by the end of the month, you got four. Like we just said, these statistics don't lie. We know that the market is going to go up 77% of the time. The market will increase in value. So you just got to pick your spots. The market will pay those who are patient. And so you got to figure in this value right now, who you're going to be, what type of investor you're going to be, and what you're willing to sacrifice to make sure that you have long-term positions. And so when we talk about hold for five years, hold for 10 years, it's not a joke. It's not a game. I'm not trying to tell you to be a trader. I'm trying to tell you to be an investor because that's where the money is. My graduates from my school being Forbes, backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> a mic drop. Backdrop. Backdrop. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.